BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. It's Lauren Conlin, and Jeff is on vacation this week, but I am here to give you some entertainment news and gossip and a fun interview with Winnie Cooper or Danica McKellar. So Danica McKellar was best known for her role as Winnie Cooper in The Wonder Years, and I watch her in all these Hallmark movies, these Christmas movies. She's so fun in those. And now she's also a math teacher that wrote math books, and she loves math so much. You guys will see. It's very cute, actually. Um, I love talking to her, and I'd actually met her before, so it was, it was kind of nice to catch up. Now, some entertainment news of the week, you guys. Will Smith actually went on Entertainment Tonight to quote-unquote apologize for the Oscar slap. Now, I know we've talked about this at nauseam, or not just me, but everybody has. But this apology, I don't know if you guys heard it, but it seems to me like he was doing it for the public and not so much Chris Rock. Chris Rock didn't really make a comment yet. I don't think he's going to comment anytime soon. I think he's totally over it. But I'm a little disappointed in Will Smith. It really felt like it was not genuine. Not genuine to Chris Rock. That's all I'm going to say. It felt like he was just trying to restore his reputation so people would buy tickets to his movies. That's my opinion. And you know, that's his job. He's got to do that. So whatever. What else? Oh, Nichelle Nichols died from Star Trek. So sad. She's so beautiful. So classy. And Pat Carroll died. The voice of Ursula in A Little Mermaid. That was so sad. She was 95, though. But um, yeah, it's kind of crazy. I feel like I'm getting very old. And um, you guys are, too, because we're all millennials together. (laughs) That's why we're listening to this podcast. Anyway, some good news. Britney Spears and Elton John maybe are teaming up for a duet, Tiny Dancer, a remix. Now, if you are a huge fan of Cold Heart, like I am with Dua Lipa, I feel like I am shaking for this. Like I am, I literally have the shakes. I'm so excited if this is actually going to happen, Tiny Dancer. (laughs) Anyway, I'll stop talking because this is a mini episode, um, but I wanted to give you guys something and I think you'll like Danica. I would, I would say, you know, it's a phone interview, so sometimes there's like weird pauses because um, it's like the, the the service. And and I would say she definitely was more focused on her math book 
rather than the Wonder Years. So I was trying to get a little more of that out of her. But overall, she really is a sweetheart. And she really is seems like a genuinely nice person, which is very rare for Hollywood, uh, as Jeff could probably tell you as well. But um, anyway, I'm going to stop talking and play my interview. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Interview with Danica McKellar. Hi, Danica. Hey. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm so good. So the last time I saw you, um, it was right before the pandemic, actually. I saw you promoting your Hallmark movie with... um, it was Niall and it was Neil Bledsoe. It was super fun in New York City. I, I forget the movie now. I'm drawing a blank, but do oh, you remember? I remember the movie. It was Christmas at Dolly. Christmas yes! Dollywood. Yes, Dollywood. That's yes. right. That was so fun. Was that not the best premiere ever? That was such a fun premiere. No, and it was so, so yeah, Niall Amater was my co-star in Christmas at Dollywood. Neil Bledsoe. Yep. It's just a friend who lives in New York and who came, and that was so awesome to see him. Um, I worked with him in two movies with with Neil Bledsoe. Okay, yeah, that was, yes. that was a great night. Okay, that was. I mean, honestly, it was so fun. I remember sitting on Santa's lap, and it was just Christmas, and it was just so. <laughs> it was just like got me in the holiday spirit, and you were so lovely. And um, oh my gosh, Josh Saviano was there. That was I like my childhood. I I was yes. I was so happy. Yep. It was. It was so yeah. nice, but you had told me something that I thought was so great um, that, and this is a different audience. Clearly this is the millennials revealed audience, but you had told me that Fred Savage was your first kiss on screen. And I, I loved that so much. Yeah. I mean, we were like 12, you know, yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but I still yeah, loved it. Our childhood was happening. Yes. Yeah. We were actually really, you know, 12 and yeah, that was, oh. that show was a great experience. Of course, of course. I mean, we all grew up on it. Um, but if you could, maybe if you could think back on that show, was there anything that you maybe would have done differently? Oh, gosh, I mean, no. Okay, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, that was a really, really wonderful experience. And, you know, and, and the other thing is, it was, it was the kind of environment that kept us all, like we all, all of us kids on that show turned out all right. You know what I mean? Um, yes. It was a really good environment. We all had parents parents who really kept us um, understanding that Hollywood is not the be all end all and that we were whole human beings. And that's not what our value came from. Education, um, family and health all came first. And that's really why 
I think I was able to then take a break from acting and get a degree in mathematics and have that confidence to know, look, if I want to come back to acting, I can. I don't have to worry about it. And really defined my sense of self outside of Hollywood, which math helped me to do. And it's really because of that. And my love of entertainment, my love of math and understanding what math can do for kids in terms of the confidence that you get from feeling smart, the confidence that you get from knowing that that you can build up your strength, your brain strength. You can Mm -hmm. create yourself into somebody who can handle tough things like math problems. Um, And it's it's me wanting to spread that confidence um, and those tools to kids that is why I write these math books now. Right, um, I've, right. I've, you know, I have 11, 11 books now. I've got them all at mckellarmath.com. You can, uh, there's a big slider button, which I'm very proud of. My slider button <laughs> on mckellarmath.com. So depending on your kid's age, you can find out what, what book is best for them. And I teach everything. I teach elementary school math, middle school math, high school math. Um, but I also have these really fun picture books, which are really just not math books, but they sneak a little math in. It's kind of like grinding up vegetables and putting them in your brownies. So yeah. I've got my newest book is called Double Puppy Trouble, and it actually came out just this week. Really proud of it. It's the story of a little girl who wants more of everything, and she has yeah. a stick that she finds with a button on it. And when she pushes it, it points it at something, it'll double. Be careful what you wish for because she decides to point it at her little puppy, and the button gets stuck. And so the puppies start doubling, and they get out of control. It's puppy mayhem. It's two, well, four, I've actually... eight, 16, 32, 64. I've already ordered this book. So I've ordered this book for my six-year-old. Um, no, I actually oh, saw. Yeah, okay, I already saw. I, I think I love it. Yeah, I'm really excited because, you know, she and I want to go back to something you said, but I'm really excited because she um, obviously for the summer, she's in STEM camp and, you know, whatever. But obviously, you know, kids get a little rusty and, and I kind of want her to keep up with with what she was learning in school, but not be that annoying mom about it. So I ordered a bunch of your books actually, because I'm very, I'm very in with the phonics books. Those are super easy, but I was like, math still scares me, Danica. I literally hate math. I'm sorry. I, I, I have to say it. I hate math. (laughs) Yeah. Like I'm really sorry. So I'm scared. Tell your daughter that. Okay. Do not tell your daughter that you hate math. Okay. Tell her, just avoid the topic. And if she brings it up, say, you know what, sweetie, it looks different how it was when you know when I learned which is true yeah um but yeah. let's figure it out together and and I recommend you maybe this is one of the books you already got but mm-hmm. if you're six year old six years old then I recommend a book called do not open this math book okay I'm gonna That's write that one down. I do not o- okay it, yeah wait this is do actually really good advice <laughs> this is so good to not yeah, tell her I hate math grade. <laughs> <laughs> it's really yes yes please please listen okay. to me when I tell you that um okay. it's first and second grade and in the back of, the, of this book, Do Not Open This Math Book, in the back, there's a new math translation guide for grownups because the math oh. does look different from how it was when we were growing up. And, um, and then I've got a follow-up book to that when she gets to third and fourth grade called The Times Machine. That one is, teaches multiplication and division using time travel, of course. And yeah. uh, that <laughs> one also has a new math, new math translation guide for grownups at the end because of the elementary school stuff has changed the most. Um, arguably it's really the only stuff that's actually kind of changed. And the I feel elementary school. Okay. we did it. I sh- yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I would say like first through fourth grade is where you see the most, even in kindergarten. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You see the most changes. Yeah. That's so sure. interesting. So, oh my gosh. Okay. Ever, you, yeah. so anyway, you honestly, whatever, however old you're... <laughs> no, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. I was gonna say, like, whatever age your kid is, I've got a book. I've got a book for them to help because math anxiety is an all-time high because 
post-pandemic um, kids that, that it slid back in their math education more than any other subject. Yeah. I'm here for you guys. I've got, I've got a resource that can help and make it fun. It's not just for teaching stuff. It's for making it fun. Yeah. I, I just can tell, I really love listening to you talk about math and this is, I'm very shook right now. You are so passionate about math. Like I, I can tell you genuinely love math. I mean, honestly, I'm listening to how excited you get and the inflection in your voice. And I'm like, wow, I wish I could share this love of math that you have. And, and like, you know, like teach my kids, but gosh, no, that is, that is, I I'm actually very excited now to get this book, but, um, something you said that I never really thought about. It's about, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, please go ahead. Oh, I was going to say it's about empowerment. It's about taking control of your brain, taking control of your, your own sense of confidence. Really when it comes to these, these challenging math problems, knowing the feeling that you get when you know you can handle something difficult yeah. It's so great. It's so empowering. And it's the kind of thing that I want all kids to have. Math right. just happens to be a great way to get to that, to get to that confidence yeah. that comes from feeling smart and knowing you can handle tough things when they come your way. And that's what, that's what we want to get to. We want to yeah. get our kids saying, you know, it, this looks tough, whether it's a math problem or any other kind of problem. This looks tough. It's a good thing I've got me on my side. Right. It's a good thing I'm here because I know how to. I've been in situations where I was tackling a tough problem and didn't know if I could do it. And then I did, I stuck it out. Yeah. Math is a great place to practice that. And you, you're right though, about when you said you do get very proud of yourself. There's something about math where, and I don't know if it's just me because I felt so stupid with math, but like when I did figure it out, I was so freaking proud of myself. So that actually is really good for kids' self-esteem. You're totally right. You're totally right. So Um, But no, I wanted to also commend you because what you said before about all of, you know, the cast of the Wonder Years, you guys, I, for this show, Millennials Revealed, I interview a lot of child actors who have struggled immensely. I never even thought about this. The Wonder Years cast, you guys all turned out amazingly. Like you didn't, I mean, at one point we thought Mm -hmm. Josh was Marilyn Manson. Obviously that was a rumor, but like everyone, you're right. You guys turned out, (laughs) you turned out incredibly, all of you, Fred Savage, like it's amazing. So that's a really, really, that's a really cool thing to, um, to recognize, but you know, Danica, thank you. I'm so excited to get these books. I'm excited for you. Tweet, tweet me, tweet at me and tell me, um, how good I want to hear. Okay. I definitely will. I, and I'll take a picture of her doing, reading it. And I'm, I'm very excited. So thank you so much. You're always awesome, lovely awesome. to speak with. And I love, by the way, I love your Instagram. When you um, post your no makeup selfies, you inspire me to do the same thing. So thank you. Cause you're beautiful. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I just, I just, I just posted uh, a no makeup, makeup selfie of myself right now. Like really? in the radio tour. Um, ah, like 20 so minutes funny. ago. Yeah. On my, well, on my, on my Insta stories. Yeah. Yeah. Insta stories. Okay. I'll, I'm going to look at it. Cause I'll, I'll tag you in something. That'll be really cute. No, I love it. I love your no makeup <laughs> ones. They're amazing. So anyway, awesome. have a great rest of your, you. yeah. Great rest of your day. Thank you. Thank you too. Okay guys, that was Danica. So I hope you like this mini episode. Uh, we'll be back next week with, with some more gossip and other guests. And, um, yeah, if you like this podcast, don't forget to rate and subscribe on Apple or wherever you listen. And I will see you soon. Mm-hmm.